0: Get your mouth podcasting, first round draft pick, believe we got stats kid, quarterback sacking, 100 yard dashing, so tap in for the action, what teams got traction, what teams are losing, franchises ruined, fans in understand booing. Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show, I'm your co-host Eric and I'm always joined by my co-host I'm what up run What's going on? You know what we do, we talk about the National Football League. And Ron, this is officially our season three kickoff. That's right. Draft week. And it is draft. we actually doing this the day before the draft. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about a little bit of NFL news. We're going to talk about a little bit of free agents for our teams, what our teams need with the draft. And then we're going to end it with the top five picks that we think is going to happen 'Cause you know, this is still a, a crap crapshoot. I mean, let's be honest. We don't we like these players, but we don't know if they're actually gonna get picked. We're not in the uh, team
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, war rooms, so to speak. So let's let's talk about it, Ron. And Ron, it's been a while since we like what? We did the uh Super Bowl review, so Ron, what what have you been up to? Tell our listeners what you've been up to in the last couple of months.
1: Wow. Uh well working my regular job, obviously. Still gotta do that, put food on the table, stuff like that. So but um I've been uh listening to a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers podcasts, uh doing a lot of research with these draft players, um just listening to a lot of dealer news um this is the most i can honestly say that i've been in you know i've paid attention in the off season to what what goes on uh with football because i think a lot of it that you usually hear is just a bunch of noise for the most part uh but it's been great i've been inundated with just dealers you know stuff all these past couple weeks and uh a little bit of basketball. Now getting into the Celtics. We had our podcast about the uh, Celtics. How that's going to go. Mm, not too much baseball yet with the Red Sox. I know they're not playing that well. I think they're in last place, as a matter of fact. Um, but it's been all Steelers all this offseason. Um, which is, is not you know usually the case with me in the offseason.
0: Yeah, would it be, um, I, I didn't notice until maybe like the football season. But if I'm not following the Patriots, I'm following the Celtics or following the Bruins. And now I'm following Manchester United. So I I'm basically, what I'm saying is I'm an all year round. Like I can't just not watch sports all mm-hmm. year round. Um, but I do. This is definitely the year that I watched carefully. What, what's going to happen with the Mm Patriots. And, you know, it's always, it's always with them. It's always like what the, what the media wants, what Mm -hmm. the fan wants and what Bill wants. Mm -hmm. And it never, and you know, in unison, what I'm trying to say, it's never like, yeah, you should did this, but this is what's going to happen. But no, this is what's really going to happen.
1: Yeah. Um, Lots, lots of noise. You have to kind of, you know, deal with that and clear through the mud of what's real, what's perception and what's just noise basically. So Yeah,
0: that's pretty much what it comes down to. So and I know that we're talking about free agents and NFL news, but this Aaron Rodgers finally finally went through, I think a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. So what's what's your thought? Do you think this makes the Jets a Super Bowl team? No. Super Bowl contend?
1: No, I think it makes them a better team. Uh I think it makes them a playoff team. I don't know if they are a Super Bowl team. Um, I don't even know if they're the best in their division. Um, but I think it is an upgrade, obviously. They were a quarterback away last year, right, from being relevant. They had a pretty good season. and a lot of good young guys. They're still missing some other pieces, too. So Aaron Rodgers isn't going to come in there, like he said, and be a, a hero or be a, a savior. Um, so they're still going to need to figure out how to get some additional weapons around him and Um, But they're on the right track. I think, honestly, though, um, because they had a pretty decent season last year, if I was the owner, uh, the GM, I would not have made this move for Aaron Rodgers because it just takes, you know, you losing these draft picks to kind of set you back. Rodgers has, like, maybe two years, we think, right? Three years, if they're lucky. Um, You know, you could have had a bigger window, I think, if you just find a young quarterback in the draft again build some pieces around them and just look at the long you know take care of the long road build the big picture, instead of trying to rush it like they did with this uh with this trade
0: well let me let me just go over what they just got for Aaron Rodgers they got Aaron Rodgers they got a a 15th pick and they got a 2023 fifth round pick and then the Packers they got a 13th pick, they got a second round pick for this year and a 6th round pick and a conditional 2024 second pick that becomes a first if Roger plays 65% of the play so who who blinked here first, the Packers or the Jets?
1: I don't know if it's a matter of who blinked first, I think both these teams wanted it, right? I think the Packers were happy to get rid of him and they were just about compensation at this point they, you know, they were ready to turn the page, and I think it was the right thing for them to do. And then for the Jets, you know, they feel that they're they're a quarterback away, but I think it's more than that. And I I I, I don't know if they're looking necessarily what impact this can have next year, the year after, so on and so forth. So they're all in, and but I don't know if this gets them there. So uh, seven and ten last year, you know, the Bills were thirteen and three. Um, last year, he still got the Dolphins, you know, assuming who he was healthy all season. Still got the Patriots, right? So, how much better does this make him? Is it two wins better? Three wins better? So if it's three, then you're talking 10 and seven, right? So, whoop de doo You're 10 and seven now. Uh, with a quarterback who's 39 years old, um, I wouldn't have made them.
0: I wouldn't have made it move. I think the Jets definitely blinked first because it was either Aaron Rodgers or bus, right? I mm-hmm. mean, they didn't they didn't visit Lamar at all. And Lamar was there. Mm-hmm. Lamar is younger. Lamar could have also made him not a Super Bowl contender, but they could have made him better. right? So you mean to tell me that you got in an airplane, a private jet, you went to see Aaron Rodgers. You didn't see any other quarter. You... You basically set yourself up for the Packers to say, no, no, no. You want just this bad? Give all this draft capital. Because that's what basically what they did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just feel like, yes, it does make them a better team. Are they going to win a championship? Probably not.
1: No. 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 And I think, you know, what what's happened to, I think everyone looks back at what, happened with the Buccaneers and Tom Brady and how well that went you know led them to a Super Bowl uh, win and you know not everyone is Tom Brady not everyone you know is Tampa Bay either Tampa Bay I think people don't realize had a extremely good team um, great weapons you know decent offensive line great defense um, you know so it had all the pieces already in place for that to be a successful uh, team. This is completely different. Um, the Jets, I think, are up and coming, but they're two or three years away, in my eyes, from being a real, you know, Super Bowl contender.
0: Yeah. So I don't understand what is the urgency for them to like be revel- relevant, mm-hmm. because. You have a young team; it's pretty good team. You have a young coach. What well, this will be his third year, so why not just build upon what you already have? And yes, definitely get a better quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if Aaron Rodgers, and we don't know if he's is he gonna restructure his contract. Is he gonna just be like? I think he, of, has. I he
1: think has. He has already. Yeah, yeah. They I've read something where he restructured in a way where it's saving like. I forgot he he lowered the, the um, hit against the cap to like 13 million or something like that. So he has restructured it. They have finagled it. And, then, you know, that's something that every team can do. They can massage, uh, you know, your the cap, the cap, basically. Yeah. So that's that's basically what they did.
0: Yeah, I mean, even even if for some reason they spread out his money, right, where he Instead of one year deal, it turns into a three year deal. Whatever, he's still thirty nine years old. Mm, that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, So you're paying top of the line to this thirty nine year old who might might not save your seat. Right. I don't know. It's it's the Jets. I mean, what can you say about the Jets? It's just like, you know, I don't want to say FIFA feast or famine with the Jets because. They've never feasted. I mean, mm-hmm. the last time they were at least relevant was when Sanchez was the quarterback, and they actually made it to the uh, AFC Championship. Um, so let's talk about our team real quick because uh, you said that the the Steelers went been dealing and wheeling. Dealing so and mm-hmm. let's who who do they lose or who what do you start with? Do you want to start with the loss? Who they sign? who they it re-signed. It's up to you. What do you want to do first?
1: Um, I guess I'll talk a little bit about both. Um, I think going into this offseason, um, some of the, the players they needed or we thought they needed to re-sign, um, they did not. Uh, example, they lost Miles Jack. They la- lost Cam Sutton. They lost Pharrell Edmonds. Um, so they lost some pretty big names. Uh, to people to other teams, now they they also lost a couple other guys like uh Steven Sims, who was their slot receiver or played the role as their slot receiver last year, and also um return guy, um, since Gunner was, was a little bit of a disappointment. So they had a, some you know a few losses. Um, I think the most surprising again was Cam Sutton, he went to uh Detroit, they you know couldn't afford to, to keep him, but um. You know, I think they, this offseason, they were extremely aggressive, and if there's a theme behind the moves they make, made, is that they wanted to fix the trenches, so they went out and signed, um, you know, a bunch of offensive guards, uh, an offensive tackle, uh, they signed, uh, I think, like uh, three defensive tackles, well, either signed or re-signed, so... They went really, really heavy in the trenches. They they look they're looking for like really, really big guys, um, kind of you know they they're trying to redo what Philadelphia has done, um, and they're trying to protect um, you know Kenny Pickett their investment. So now they had some big names too, right? They replaced uh, Terrell Evans, like I said, uh, with Keanu Neal, um, a strong safety slash linebacker. They uh, they went out and got. Uh, Patrick Peterson to play cornerback. Now he's up there in age. See how he you know, how he does. Um those are probably two of the biggest names. Uh Larry Okajobi, uh bringing him back to uh to that defensive um line uh was, was needed as well. So it's been a very aggressive off season for them. Um and I get you know again I think the theme with the some of the free agency moves that they made is let's get bigger. Um you know, uh, uh, in our, along our trenches. And, um, you know, and let's play a little bit of bully ball when we start the season here, see how that goes.
0: Yeah. It, the Steelers, they've been very aggressive as opposed to the Patriots, who, I mean, I think I was reading to you all the players they lost and all the players that they lost. I'm not at all like, Except for Jacoby uh, Myers, I'm not at all, like, crying. Mm-hmm. I know you said, well, Damien Harris, wasn't he, like, a good running back? Yes, but he got injured every season that he played for the Whether he missed a couple games or he missed a half half the season, whatever. So, yes, I think that they're going to miss him in the locker room, but I think he was just not 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 enough for him to get a second contract. Um, and then they traded away Jonah Smith to the Falcons for more draft picks. The only one that I'm kind of sad to see is Devin McCordy because he was a captain safety. He retired, so I don't feel bad. Nelson Aguilar, he was a letdown the whole time. Definitely overpaid. Maybe he'll, be, he'll do better with the Ravens. I'm more interested in who actually they signed because... They got Mike Gasecki who is going to show up the wide receivers. He's not really a blocking tight end. He's more of the seam tight end, so I like that. Plus, he played played at Penn State, which Bill O'Brien was there coaching. So that gets him reunited. They got James Robinson, who it's more than adequate replacement for Damian Harris. I think that he's going to be a silent killer. Especially coming out the backfield, catching the balls. Mm -hmm. Then they got Juju Schuster, who I remember a couple years ago, you were like, the Steelers should have never let him go. Yeah. He went to Kansas City, found, won a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I guess he was too expensive, Kansas City.
1: Well, it was a one-year deal, and um, that's the thing I think nowadays with... A lot of different positions players are looking for like one year deal let's see let's make the most I can out of this one year and then have a choice to go somewhere else they're betting on themselves and uh with Juju you know I think he you know for us he was the perfect slot receiver um and that's what we've been missing ever since he's left um now he did a great job in Kansas City I think he'll be a great possession receiver, someone who's extremely reliable.
0: Yep. You know, Mac
1: Jones, uh, assuming he's a starting quarterback, will have, you know, uh, someone to throw the ball to that will always be able to get open. Uh, Mr. Reliable is what I, how I uh, see you.
0: Yeah. So I think he's a, he does a good signing. Then they got a other quarterback from Arizona. He just knows the Bill O'Brien offense. Again, he's definitely going to compete. Billy Sappy is definitely gonna compete. Mac Jones is definitely gonna compete. And then they got some offensive tackles from the Bears and Denver. So they're definitely showing up the uh the line, the O-line. And then they brought back basically half the defense. Mm-hmm. They just re-signed them. They re-signed Miles Bryant, which Mr. Fast, Fast and Furious. They re-signed Mac Wilson from the originally from the Browns. Then they liked him. Uh, Jabril Peppers, they liked him a lot, so he got re-signed. Rayquan McMillan, another linebacker, they liked him a lot. He got re-signed. And then they brought... He didn't retire. So Matthew Slater is coming back. I think this is like his 17th season. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if he's going to retire this year, but he's doing a good job, so why not? He's obviously coming back at a discount rate out of mm-hmm. tom brady so why not so i i'm actually i don't have any complaints i don't have any complaints about
1: you like the offseason
0: i like the offseason mm-hmm. moves i like you know I, of course this draft is gonna tell whether or not but everything that they're doing this off season, i actually i'm 100 on board mm-hmm. i'm 100 on board so i'm not you know they're not being too aggressive. They're not being you know nonchalant about it. Mm-hmm. I think they're just going about their business.
1: Yeah, it, you know you have you always have teams that are like looking to make a smash move, and they it, it usually turns out to be the wrong move because you you pay a cornerback like fifteen million or something, and they they don't show up, or you play a linebacker an excessive amount, and then they they don't do what they're what supposed to. So you know it's tough being a free agent and finding people to your team uh, and finding the right compensation where you know if they don't hit you're not feeling as bad um so uh, you know i i like the moves Steelers made um forgot to mention that they basically rebuild their entire linebacking group two uh inside linebacker group so they lost uh both their linebackers and replaced two so we'll see how that goes i think their defense is going to be good i still think you know going into the draft just looking at the team as a whole um, there's still some holes. Um, and more importantly, I think I'm worried about the age of the defense. I think we need to get a little bit younger. Um, so I expect this to be a very heavy defense defensive draft uh, because, uh, and I don't have it in front of me, but I w- if I was to guess the average age of their offense, I would say it's probably about like 24, 23, 24, and their defense is probably closer to like 28. Twenty nine, not old. So they're gonna to have to get a little bit younger on defense.
0: Well, then let's just talk about what are the Pittsburgh Steelers' needs and how they're gonna address them on the draft. So, what are their needs in your eyes?
1: So, uh, like I said, they spent a lot of time addressing both lines. Um, they still have not addressed an offensive tackle, though. So, I think they only have three tackles on their roster right now. Um, They're going to need to go out and get one at some point, I would think during this draft. Now, does it have to be uh, with their first two picks and find, you know, finding someone that's a starter or are they happy with the guys they got? I don't know. Um, You know, I think most people are leaning on them finding uh, someone to come in and and be a starter, but at the very least they need some depth at the tackle position. Um, They need a cornerback, specifically one that plays block corner this year. Um, They don't have a good person playing that role. Uh, But looking ahead to like next year, I think they only have like four cornerbacks under contract. So they're going to have to address corner. They may have to actually do it twice uh, with two picks in this draft. Uh, And then from there, it's just really about adding some more depth. They don't have a third offensive linebacker or edge rusher. So um, I think everyone was hoping for them to to pick one up during uh, pick up a free agent. That didn't happen. So they're going to have to look at that during the draft, um, defensive line. I mentioned they got to get younger, so they'll probably look for a uh, either defensive tackle or defensive end uh, to come in. Um, and you know, as Hayward gets older, you know, Okajobi's up there in age too. Um, they can take the baton in a couple years, um, and uh, you know, maybe the linebacker position too. Um, they'll need to, need to find find one, but. You know, I, I I expect the first two picks, and I've been all over the place. I think everyone's been all over the p- the place with positions for their first couple picks. But my guess is that they're going uh, cornerback uh, or someone that's versatile to play corner or strong safety or that slot corner uh, role, um, and then offensive tackle. Um, that would be my guess for their first positions. Uh, the more the most concerning areas. Uh, that they got addressed in draft.
0: Right. Yeah, I think um, with the Patriots, they definitely need extra bodies on the offensive side because I feel like uh, offensive tackle, offensive guard, or offensive—they offensive, have a, David Andrews at center, so that's you know pretty much all set. But then Trent Brown has been up and down. I think this is like his last year, so he he's looking for a new contract. Um, but they need offensive uh, linemen. They need defensive backs because I know they they're bringing back Jonathan Jones and they bring back Miles Bryant. But then they need you know they need to draft more cornerback, more cornerback. They definitely a punter because they released Jake Bailey. I think after he got an extension, they were like, "No, no, man, we we good." So they definitely need to draft a punter. Uh, I would say they need a wide receiver, but it's going to be in the late rounds. There's no way. Let's let's just put all those wide receivers to bed.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of noise for. There's you guys always going to be uh, noise. I feel like Zay those hours or somebody really early.
0: There's a lot of clickbait, really mm-hmm. click but there's no way Bill Belichick is drafting on, on at a team.
1: He might say Flowers right out of Boston College. He's right there, so you would think Belichick's have seen him play one or two games, right?
0: The thing is, this is that if you draft somebody at number one, you expect that person to start, right? Mm-hmm. So if you draft a wide receiver at number one, very rarely do they know what to do year one in the NFL. I mean, you no, know, the Steelers and they just like go deep, we'll throw it to you, but. With the offense with the Patriots, it's more complicated. And a lot of rookie wide receivers don't get it first year. Yeah,
1: I don't know if I, I I agree. I think receiver is one of the easier positions to transition into the in the NFL. Um and you're right, they they may dummy it down by having them like work on one side, for example, or one position, like the X receiver or Y receiver. Um I think there's certain receivers in this draft and, and we talked about this I think before we started it's not necessarily a, a great receiving class um, but there's certain guys that I look at this draft that would immediately be number one on uh, Patriots so I really like Zay Flowers I'm a huge fan
0: see I, I'm a huge fan of Zay Flowers but he's number one he's kind of small yes yeah. I mean everyone is everyone is small because in college you're just not gonna get you know, unless you are a physical specimen, you're going to be small. Yeah, it takes time for you to bulk up, right? And when you're in college and you're a receiver, you don't know, oh, this is a play. Oh, the linebacker's blitzed, so I should run a slant. Oh, those are things that if you don't know this from day one, mm-hmm. you're not going to start. Just not. Because then you're putting your quarterback in danger. Mm. So all those things are taken into consideration. However, I do like the tight end.
1: Yeah, it's a great for tight this end draft. class. It's, Very good.
0: So I do expect for them to draft one of those tight ends because there's so many. Mm-hmm. It's so good.
1: Do you think they'll go as early as the first round of tight end? Or you think, what, what do you think their first uh, pick is going to be? What position?
0: Well, first of all, the 14th pick, I think that they trade down and get more. They have 11 picks to draft. I think they're going to get more. Mm-hmm. If they don't, for whatever reason they don't, I, this is my favorite per player is Paris Johnson.
1: Well, the Steelers love to get an offensive tackle, I think, and they would love to have Paris Johnson. And there's been rumors of them moving up all the way to the Bears spot for Paris Johnson uh, at number nine, I think. So,
0: I mean, if he's, I can see that. I can see the Steelers moving in because he's he's a physical specimen. For if he's not there to Paris Johnson, I also like Dan Johnson. Um, I may mean, be me killing his name, but yeah, he's also out of Ohio State. So I like Big those guy. two tackles mm-hmm. for the Patriots if they stick with the 14. If they don't and they end up getting a two for one, who them But those are the offensive tackles that I like. And then, you know, for DB's Christian Gonzalez, but I doubt he's going to be there.
1: Yeah, he might be the first. Or the second at the very late. Yeah, you know, so late.
0: I, I don't think he's going to be there. And Porter Jr., what, do you think he's a first-round type? Or anything you think he can get him in the second?
1: If you look at it just his production, then no. All right, He only had, I don't know, one or two interceptions his uh, career at Penn State. But um, what's his name? Uh, the top corners the Strongest plan, but... If you go back and look at the production of the top corners, some of those guys have had like maybe two or three interceptions in solid. So production is a misleading stat. It's it's misleading just to look at production. You gotta just understand, you gotta watch the games stuff. So long story short, I think Porter Jr. is gonna be a good player. I think he's gonna be a lockdown corner. I don't think he's the best cornerback in this draft, but I think he's a great player. Um he has terrific length that you obviously can't teach. Um I would I would love for you know, for him to be a stealer. But, you know, if there's someone else like a Devin Weather- Witherspoon or, um, you know, uh, you know, some of the other top corners, then maybe I would I'd
0: yeah, and I think there's two tight ends that I really, really like in this draft. I don't know if they'll be there when the Patriots pick, not at 14th, but maybe down the line is Darnell Washington from Georgia and Tucker Craft from um, to South Dakota State. Yeah,
1: so Darnell Washington, we actually brought him in in Pittsburgh for one of the top thirty visits. I don't see Pittsburgh drafting him. Yeah, I could be, I could be wrong. First um, round?
0: You don't see first round? Oh, definitely
1: not first round. Uh, but they have the first pick in the second round, so pick number thirty-two. I still don't see them taking him there. Um, and I don't think, I think Darnell Washington. One, I think this is a great tight end class but I think he's been a little bit overvalued because of his like height and weight and how good of an athlete he is.
0: Well from everything I'm reading is that he's really really raw. He like he doesn't yeah. I don't know if he, he just was a late comer to the football and like he didn't go through the peewee league, the high school and all that. But what I hear is that he's raw so I don't think that he's going to be drafted as high.
1: He's still... But he's a beast. He's, he's a beast.
0: He's a beast. He's a, basically a lineman who can catch the ball.
1: He reminds me a lot of uh, O.J. Howard. Um, you know, when I, I went to the Buccaneers draft party, when O.J. Howard was drafted, and fans went like, you know, they were so happy. And O.J. Howard was about an inch shorter, maybe like five, six pounds lighter, but ran the same, you know, type of uh, 40-yard time, jumped just as high and uh didn't pan out to be the player i expected him most you know most people expected him
0: to be. i think he's he's a backup at, at with the buffalo right
1: I, mean, I think he signed with buffalo this offseason yeah. and um i i see darnell being kind of like that because he's raw uh he's not the best route runner he's a he's a good blocker i wouldn't say he's a great block he might not even be the best blocker out of all these tight ends just you know I think that people are looking at just his height and weight and expect him to be great and he's
0: he's well, not. That's what I mean, is that you can you can get Donnell Washington later in the draft and just have him learn the system, mm-hmm. have him learn the plays, have him you know see where he is as a football player and then if if you have you have a tight end, not on the grunk type, but that is serviceable at least, because Hunter Henry after 2020 After this year He's gone Yeah So you only have him For one more year you Um have You have You have I think he's signed too mm-hmm. Um So you definitely need To stock up on the tight end And I feel I feel like Darnell Washington Doesn't get the start right away Or at least you can Kind of like Put him in the You know Practice squad Let him learn the plays Whatever I don't know I
1: But there's some people A lot of people thinking Darnell's Either a late first round or definitely a second round pick are you taking a second round pick just to sit on the bench at this point
0: no because I mean I think that you know you can go with I mean wide receivers Ronnie Bell out of Michigan Jonathan Mingo out of Ole Miss Miss. I think when it gets later in the rounds you can kind of spread the wealth around and be like okay well we need like a wide receiver that can stretch the defense. And I think that those, those, then those players come into effect, but Donnell Washington, there's so many other good tight ends in this draft. It's yeah. like, yes, he's a physical specimen, but then so is the guy out of North Notre Dame. So is this guy craft, no relationship to the color craft. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's another guy, um, the place for Rutgers. He's also decent. He's not a number one, but they're just so many that you're like, wow, this yeah. is a tight end. Heavy.
1: heavy. It's a great tight um, yeah. end. Yeah, it's interesting. I think, you know, looking at the Steelers, you know, we just resigned Gentry, Gentry. He's our blocking tight end. And we have Friermuth, who's a great one of the top tight ends, I think, in the league, but has had some concussion issues. And, you know, I would not necessarily mind them upgrading a tight end, uh, especially blocking one. But I'm not willing for them to invest a second round pick and start not watching. I'd much rather them wait and find someone who just might not, you know, might need to uh, be and come in, like, in a year or two and, and contribute. Uh, I just think it's he personally not worth the
0: Um...
1: So you you think that they're trading back that first pick? the like of them trading back.
0: That it's my gut feeling, mm-hmm. and if they don't, then they go for an offensive attack, offensive yeah. line. I think. Forget about the wide receiver talk. Forget about because, from what I'm hearing now, it's like they to They don't want. They want Mac Jones to compete for the QB. Mm. They brought this guy from Arizona. They got Billy Sappy. And now it's like.
1: Would they. Would you shock if they drafted a, a quarterback?
0: Not in the first round.
1: You don't think it's going to happen, or? No.
0: Okay. I don't think it's going to happen. Maybe in the later rounds. And I know that Will uh, Levis was just recently in Foxborough, but I think that was one of the 30. So I feel like sometimes they have extra visits left and they're just like, yeah, yeah, sure. Just come now. We don't have to pay for no, it. it.
1: Better not be like that. If that's what's <laughs> we don't have to pay for it. it's I, free. I would, I would fire because every they, I
0: feel like they already know who they like. No, so it's like
1: I think it. I mean, good teams if they're doing their due diligence, they're bringing people in that they want to get a closer eye on that they think will be there, and they draft. If you're bringing people in just to waste a visit, then you should
0: be fired. Uh, they uh, they don't have to pay for them. Why not? But but why why? Because they already know, if you only have 11 picks, you already know who those 11 players are. No, but
1: are you are you willing to, to take him with your first pick? If he's not on your board in, with your first pick, and you have no... If he's there, you're not going to pick him, then he shouldn't come in, right? If you have no plans on taking Will we'll, we'll it through, or, or why would you bring him?
0: Again, because if it... You have 30 visits, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to take somebody randomly to come to visit you because then you have to pay for that. Will Levis was part of the list of like, hey, come in. We, won't, we don't have to pay for it. Come in. Yeah, yeah. And then Mac Jones sitting at home like, oh, my God, why is Will Levis visiting the, the Patriots? Is my job in jeopardy? You don't know. You, see, this is the thing with Bill Parcells is, I mean uh, Belichick. Bill Belichick every year you have to compete for you yeah nothing is guaranteed nothing is guaranteed and I feel like that's the way it should be like if you're comfortable a la Cam Newton, if you're comfortable you like I'm start. I don't I don't even need to go that's like the uh What's it called? That's the uh, AI syndrome.
1: The Tom Brady. If come Alan the Eversine. They like, come and say, I need to compete for a starting position.
0: Listen, some when, <laughs> when I remember that when uh, Tom Brady had a horrible, terrible game at Kansas City, some writer, some journalist asked Bill, hey, is Tom Brady's position needs to be evaluated? He... He scoffed he was like are you serious mm-hmm. are you serious this dude has like five Super Bowls and mm-hmm. you're like questioning whether or not he's gonna be like he has a QB position but these other dudes are not Tom Brady right so yes I don't I don't mind mm. bring Levis uh, Levis in I don't mind I, I
1: have a feeling we might see a shocker of a well it's it's not surprising, right? There's always shockers with the Patriots with their first couple picks for sure. Bill is, you know, he tends to go off on his, his own, but I have a feeling you might see like a Mac Jones trade and a quarterback selection with that pick. And
0: Mac Jones trade to who? Who who would take Mac Jones?
1: Washington's right behind them. They would take him. Uh in Let's a heartbeat. See. I think they're at sixteen. Yeah, they're at sixteen, right in front of the. Uh, I think they would trade their first round pick. Forget all the nonsense they said about how how old well and how they. So you him. would
0: you would trade Mac Jones for the Pages to go down to sixteen?
1: For, for a first round pick.
0: So you want the Pages to keep fourteen and sixteen?
1: Yes. Yes. I
0: uh, uh, see. That's
1: you don't think that's going to happen. No.
0: Mac Jones is the first round pick years ago
1: yes yes two years ago he is a great quarterback he was one but why of the would the patriots
0: want two first round picks in the draft why not why because not? there's there's the running backs are not there quarterbacks definitely not gonna. so why would they, you know, they want to have
1: a, see and that's the other thing i don't know exactly how the quarterbacks are going to fall and we'll talk about our top five picks in a little bit I have a feeling some of these quarterbacks are going to fall. There might be someone there that they like. Number one, one, number two. I have a feeling that they like Zappy much more than people are giving them credit for. So I think they're perfectly fine with Zappy being their quarterback for at least a year until they pick someone if they need to, to pick another quarterback.
0: They they would not. They already have three quarterbacks with the Arizona. Why would they you? Do, I don't know. This it doesn't make sense.
1: Let me ask you, would you do it? If Washington said, hey, are you interested in giving Mac Jones? I'd give you my seven. Like, I loved him. Coming out of Alabama two years ago, we think he could be our starting quarterback. We're willing to trade our first-round pick. If
0: this was... Uh, what would you do? If this draft was heavy on QBs, yes. So you are not-
1: So you don't trust Staffy, is what you're saying?
0: No, I just don't trust these quarterbacks that are coming out this year. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't, so I don't see that. I don't see them getting two first round picks unless there's players that they really love. Mm -hmm. And I, I just haven't gotten that impression. I mean, with the Patriots, it's hard to get any kind of impression. But
1: It is, but those, that's, that's, I mean, the Patriots kind of like the Steelers. I think the Steelers are a, a little bit ahead of them as far as they know what direction they're, they're heading in. The Patriots are right in that bubble right now. They're a 500 team, and the, the move they make in this draft is going to either set them ahead or it's going to set them back. And I think if I'm the Patriots owner, I either love back Jones, or if I don't, I'm shopping him and getting whatever I can and going with with Zappy. Maybe I bring in a, a Jameis Winston or somebody else to, to be a backup. Uh, but I'm stocking up on picks and loading up on my team so that if I don't find my quarterback this year, I can get one one next year.
0: I I just don't see, because I was looking at to see whether 49ers don't even have a first round pick mm-hmm. this year. So it's not like you could go to the 49ers and be like, oh, do you really want Mike Jones? Give me your draft pick. But they're not even picking first. So mm-hmm. it's that it's that's why I think that they're going to basically trade and when I'm looking at the picks right now they can you know Detroit wants to move up in the draft um, I would say the Saints swap picks so they already got they're already there maybe I don't know any other team that would want to move up because they're desperate
1: mm-hmm. but they're, Tampa
0: Tampa Where's Tampa? Tampa is at 19, so I don't know. I'm looking at what, what teams are in the 20, and Seahawks they have two first round picks, mm-hmm. so they're sitting pretty. I just don't see. Titans
1: have talked about moving on from uh, Tanner Hill. Um, you know, this I can of- see
0: the time, but the, again, they also don't have a uh, first round pick. So, like, what are you off?
1: Oh, yeah. What is his value too?
0: Yes, what is his value? Yeah. So is it's it like... a first
1: round pick? I'm saying it is because again, he's only two years removed from being a first round pick. And I think the the Patriots set him up for for failure last year with not having a quarter uh a coordinator, so that wasn't his fault. Um I still think he's a first round pick. I think he was coming out this draft, he would be the top three quarterbacks um, in this draft. Class.
0: Yes, I would agree. But then again, he didn't, right? This is his third year. He's still in his rookie contract. So he has a lot of value as far as saving money, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you get rid of Mac Jones, then you have to start all over again.
1: You got Zappi. The rookie.
0: You have Sappy, but, you know, Zappi, it's not the same skill set as Mac Jones, right? So, so you're, you're on
1: record of saying Zappi is not a good as good of a quarterback as Mac Jones.
0: Well, everyone knows that.
1: I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> like you hear like Boston radio. It's like.
0: No, no, no. Everyone knows that. There's a reason why Mac Jones was picked number one. And that's that. But Sappy, you know, the coaches liked them because they didn't go outside and ask for mm-hmm. advice. Hey, and when you're a number one quarterback, I don't blame him. Yeah. I don't blame him. It's, the thing is this. Before the season starts before the season started last year, I'm talking about 2022. Mm-hmm. Bill knew, Bill knew that this was, this was a crapshoot, that things might not work. Mm-hmm. So before the season started, he was like, oh yeah, Mike Jones, he's the greatest. He's made leaps and bounds. I mean, I've never seen somebody that played so well, the quarterback position. He was gassing them up. Even before he, Put Matt Patricia in charge, mm-hmm. and they even asked him, "Hey, putting a defensive guy on offense isn't that a bad idea?" He's like, "Yeah, it might be a bad idea, but if it does not work, just blame me." Of course, it didn't work; mm-hmm. everything went to shit. What does he do? He doesn't take the blame. He defers to Mac Jones, and we all know it wasn't Mac Jones' fault. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he got put in a bad position, but
1: so, why not have a split, right? Do what's best for your team and best for Mac Jones. Have him move on and you move on.
0: I think that this um, during OTAs if he, if he sees that Billy Sappy is going to win the job straight up, then it's Billy Sappy's job. If he sees that Mike Jones wins it out straight out, then it's Mac Jones. I, f- I really feel that there's going to be a lot of competition some. Yeah. I just don't feel like this is a time where Mac Jones gets traded. Or,
1: yeah, so. I, I think strike while the iron's hot, I don't think there should be any competition with a number one first-round pick quarterback. If there's competition with your first-round pick, then that's a problem. And I, you know, I can point to other teams too, San Francisco, that's a problem. If you're talking about competition with Trey Lance and then someone who was like seventh-round pick, that's a problem to me. That's not a good thing, it's a problem. I could talk about Green Bay when they drafted What's-His-Face. I, I don't that's think a that's problem. a
0: problem. I think that you draft somebody that's first round, and if they don't want to compete or if they're not living up to the standards, you move on. You say, you know what? That was a waste of draft capital on that stri- guy. Strike while the on.
1: iron's hot is how I'm looking at it. The iron's hot now. You got the dang draft. There's people looking for quarterbacks.
0: I don't think the iron, the iron is hot because he had a horrible season last year had a terrible season they even make the playoffs
1: but there's reasons for that
0: okay but it's not max jones fault fine but they but, he's not not an asset i don't see him as an asset okay all
1: right yeah. i just think the further you get away from the draft from two years ago the more people are gonna be like oh you've been in the league a little bit too long for me to invest the first round pick right now i think some team would i think washington would i think uh you know some other teams like maybe i don't know about tennessee um, but some some teams.
0: And would. actually, I'm, I'm I'm incorrect. Tennessee does have the 11th pick on
1: the strap. Okay, so they're ahead of them anyway.
0: Texans have maybe two a little picks. bit too early, but yeah, mm-hmm. Texans have two picks. I'm telling you, the the one no the Bucks they already have Baker Mayfield, even if it's one year deal. So I I don't I don't see any team that's starving if for I'm quarterback.
1: Tampa, it's not no brainer for me. I'm I don't I'm not anywhere close to getting one of the top quarterbacks in this draft, right? I'm too far behind my in the draft order. It's a no-brainer to trade my first pick for, for Mac Jones. I'm not even batting an eye. I would do it in a heartbeat. Because what else do I have? Baker Mayfield, that's it.
0: I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I think that they ride out. He competes. If he wins a job, great. If he doesn't Sitting in a bench and then, you know, you don't pick up his fifth option. He plays for four years for you, and then you say, "I mean, it is he was a number one, but again, we all know that the Patriots, we all know that Bill Belichick just wants that uh, win, that win total for the for the NFL record. Mm-hmm. Whether or not the team makes it to the Super Bowl is another story. Uh, I just feel like just just be above 500. That's all I'm asking. Just be above 500. All right. So let's review, Ron. We have Carolina, Houston, Arizona, Indianapolis, Seattle as a top five picks. You and I both agree that uh, uh, Bryce Young is going to be selected number one.
1: Yeah, it's the worst kept secret at this point. I think they telegraphed who they're taking.
0: Houston has a number two pick. You went with Will Anderson because they say that they're good with QBs.
1: I, they haven't came out and said it, but there's a, a lot of reports. Um,
0: Who, who do they have right now? Stenum?
1: They have, let me, the, the Draft.
0: they have the Stanford guy, right?
1: Yeah, a couple years ago. I don't think they,
0: um, uh, Because I feel like with Houston, they're playing hard. David. They got David Mills, okay? Well, should they have?
1: KC and then EJ Perry, I think, from Harvard, a rookie last year. So.
0: So you're gonna go you're gonna go in the offseason with those three quarterbacks?
1: Well, that, here's the thing. I don't think they have two first round picks, right? So I think this would be an intelligent decision for them to take the best. I have them picking Will Anderson. I don't think Will Anderson is the best player in this draft. If I'm them, I would take Jalen Carter. But why not get a top defensive player like Will Anderson? and then come back with your later pick what's the later pick they have what number is it do you know uh
0: looking at here they have uh just had it they have twelve.
1: yeah and then choose a quarterback with that with that pick they, they're still gonna have one of the top five I think, available at that point
0: yeah i think i think they they go quarterback i think they go with cj hmm
1: um
0: that's for the Houston tech for number two. Uh, number three, Arizona Cardinals. We both uh I think that they go defense with Jalen Carter. You think they also go defense with Tyree Wilson? hmm Um It's Murray, it's Murray gonna be disappointed that they didn't go often. Or do you think that they just need to bet because they didn't they Wait. haven't picked an uh, offensive player number one since Murray, I think. Every th- every year they've always gone defense.
1: It's way too early to take any receiver. I, I mean, what was the last receiver that's drafted within the top five picks? Jamar Chase, right? Probably. Um, there's no Jamar Chase in this draft, uh, so they're not going to spend a you know third pick on a, any of these receivers or tight ends. Um, so they got to look at you know usually it's your that's the, the offensive line or defensive line uh at this point or unless there's someone special you know in the quarterback cornerback uh position
0: although th- i think that they got rid of their old gm i think this is a new gm mm-hmm. I, don- I don't know i i am just speculating that that they did that so uh the number four pick indianapolis colts we both agree that will Levis. will um, let me ask you, Ron. Why didn't Why didn't they go after Lamar?
1: Um, money. I mean, do you pay Lamar? You know, he's an MVP caliber player. Pay him whatever the contract's going to be worth, or do you find someone younger, 22, 23 years old, to come in and be you know have a rookie contract for the next three, four years, or whatever? So I think that's what it is. Uh, That's what it it comes down to. It's just money.
0: Yeah, I think. But the thing is that Lamar would have made them a really good team because they already have Jonathan Jones there. Mm -hmm. And I mean, yes, they don't have receivers, but who cares? You have Lamar Jackson, which is just going to run the ball. Seattle Seahawks got the five pick. They just locked up uh, Gino for two years.
1: Yeah, I think It's a, three, short-term, a short-term deal, term and I deal. think there's a lot of there's a. From what I read, there. I mean, it's it's. It would be easy for them to move on from him, so they can go quarterback here. Um, I I think they'll go Jalen Carter if Jalen's on the.
0: Yeah, I went with that uh, Tyree Wilson mm-hmm. if he's still on the board. But again, we're just mm-hmm. speculating here. The Texans could take him. If you know, or like you said, they go in car, even though he has tons, tons of issues, tons of issues. Um, so th- those are our five picks that we think are gonna go. Hmm? Uh, is there anything that you want to add to this podcast of the 2023 draft?
1: I'm excited for the draft. I don't know yet what I'm doing to watch. Um, you know, usually I go to just like NFL um, and watch it there, um, NFL Network, but I might do something different. I'm excited for the draft because I think our the Steelers are going to be wheeling and dealing. Um, they've come out and said they're, you know, they basically said that they're open to trading that 32 pick, which the third, you know, the second round pick. But I can see them being aggressive with the 17th also. And either trading up or trading back. So, um, I just think the Steelers, is, you know, they're in a great position right now. And yeah, like I mentioned, there were maybe a couple holes. Some depth that they need need to build. Uh, but I'm excited about the draft. Uh, as I always am every year. And I think, um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be fun.
0: Yeah, I like the draft. Especially since Tom Brady is gone. Because I feel like. With Tom Brady not being there anymore, you actually have to draft well. Mm-hmm. It's not like it used to be before, where we're like oh, you know, it's just we just make make our defense better. We just need to make our offensive line better. I think you actually have to think and draft better than they have before. Of course, Bill Belichick still has the final say, but I just feel like hey, this is your chance to get better, mm. and you know. Them coaching that senior bowl, I'm also afraid that hmm. there's a couple players that they fell in love with mm-hmm. and they're like, we need to draft them. And you just like, this guy was going to be there in the third, fourth, and fifth rounds. Why draft them now? That is my biggest fear. Yeah. Them like coaching somebody in the senior bowl and then being like, oh, remember that guy? He was really good at the senior bowl. He's up there. We should draft them. That's what I'm afraid, because a lot of these are like, you know, come from Division 1, SEC, you know, Pacific, whatever. So it's like, hey, why don't you draft these guys? But mm-hmm. no, that is my only worry that when they were coaching, they were like, oh, we need to drive this guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is the pages, so you never know. It's
1: never, you can't predict.
0: Yeah, you so. can't predict. So... Yeah, that is a draft. That is our next podcast. I think is going to be when the uh, either late July, early August. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take another hiatus, but then we are actually going to be on YouTube. So catch us there, catch us on whatever podcast you listen to.